Hello there and welcome to the Hub Podcast, episode number 20. Number 20, people. Can you believe it? That's a nice round number. It's not necessarily a big number, but that means 20 people have come into the studio to sit and chat and let me pick their brains so you guys can all get to know them and figure out what lessons they've learned and hopefully apply them to you and your business and connect and understand that these are these are just people. They're not just brands. They're people like you and me. And they struggle and have insecurities and families and stories and they make mistakes even. And they keep going. They keep building their business and their brand. 20 people. 20 people have come in and, and shared with us. That's pretty exciting. I'm thrilled to have connected with each of them. I, I appreciate all of these early adapters who have taken the time to come in and sit and chat with me. And I'm really happy that you are here listening. Thanks for giving us your time. Hey, uh, Jeremy wrote in and said he's new to the area. He's moving his business from out of town. And he says, Derek, thanks for taking the time to make this podcast. The guests are great. The conversations are interesting. And I love being able to get to know the people in the industry this way. It helps to know what kind of people I'll be working with since I'm new in town. That's nice. And yeah, man, welcome to San Antonio. It's a great city, and uh, it's a really fantastic community and industry to work in. I hope you can take a really big bite out of it, and stay in touch. I'd love to meet in person soon. Also, Emily sent me a note saying, My sister turned me on to your podcast. I have started a bakery, and it's been doing well. Slow growth, but it's coming together at a pace I can handle. I wanted to ask if you have ever turned away a customer. (laughs) Uh, I have, I have someone who I have been chasing for a few weeks now. She hasn't signed or paid any money yet, but I already feel like I've given her more than I normally would. I'm worried because I'm seeing different red flags because she's asking for discounts. Yeah, she's demanding. Now she's asking for changes in my contract. I'm about fed up and she isn't even a customer yet. But it's the beginning of the year, and I could definitely use the sale. Should I hold my nose and go through with it? Um, Emily, first off, uh, we've all been in your shoes. Um, I think everybody listening can nod their heads and go, yep, we've all had that customer. Um, and I'll bet you if you weren't desperate for a sale, I'll bet this would be a much easier decision for you. And obviously, I don't know this customer or the minutia of the details or your business, uh, but it's very clear that you... Uh, are not feeling like this is a good fit for you. Uh, So I would take this one of two ways. If you're able to pay your rent and feed your family without the sale, then I would reach out and make some excuse to tell her to move on, give her the number to a few of your competitors and hope she finds a better fit with one of them, right? Um, And if you are that desperate for the sale, then I might suggest that you sit down, have a heart-to-heart with the client uh, and say you'd love to work for her. Every client that you serve is important, uh, but you have your business processes set up for a reason. And if she cannot respect your business, then this is not a healthy relationship. But if she wants you and your business, then she needs to move forward with the setup you've pitched to her. Uh, That way you feel secure that you can do a good job for her. Um, And I know that's a potential risk. She might walk away, uh, but you'll find out if she really wants to work with you 
or if she just thought you were an easy mark to bully and that she could take what she wanted. And, and if that was the case anyways, then fuck her. Uh, you absolutely don't want any part of that. If she does walk and you're still desperate for money, do a fire sale on social media for a very short time or something. Um, anyways, good luck. Hopefully you get through this season. Hey, uh, send me your questions, feedback, thoughts, musings, anything to Derek at the Hub Podcast. That's D-E-R-E-K at thehubpodcast.com. I'd love to read your emails, uh, either on the podcast or uh, I can just email you back. Plus, it just makes me happy to hear from you. Um, Today, I have Nicolette from Chic Concepts. I've known her for years. She's a wonderfully generous person. She, along with her mother, Gina, built the business into one of the premier florist designers and coordinators in the business. Uh, They are phenomenal to work with, and she was fabulous to sit down and speak to, so I hope you enjoy that. Um, Two quick corrections that I have to make before I let you listen to Nicolette. First one was my fault. I told you Sheila Dunn in episode 19 spoke at the Wedding MBA. It was actually the Wedding Expo. Please forgive me for misspeaking. And the second one is coming up on this next interview. Nicolette was talking about the Canary Islands, and she said that she thought they were off the coast of Spain but wrote me back later and said, oh my God, I was nervous and I misspoke. They're really off the coast of Northwestern Africa. Which, I mean, kind of feels like a different way to say the same thing. Maybe, I guess, depending on how Northwestern Africa we're talking about. But if anyone is from the Canary Islands and is listening and has input and wants to complain about misrepresentation, please feel free to contact us. Um, Oh, and since this interview was recorded, Nicolette... Uh, has said yes to being engaged. Uh, In this interview, she references her person uh, several times. And he's in the industry too, and I'll leave his name out since she didn't seem to want to reference it. But um, congrats to both of them. That's super exciting. I hope they enjoy being on this side of wedding planning. Uh, I'll bet that'll be a fun experience for them both. All right, here's my conversation with Nicolette at Chic Concepts. Enjoy it. Should we start there? Is that what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's um, a lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, so what's new? You just moved into a new place. Wait, are we starting? Yeah. Started. Oh, we, cool. We started. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just moved into a new place. All fitters are really like, yeah, it's a really cute little apartment. My mom, um, she's such a talent. She's actually, because her first love interior design. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, she did her home. Uh, she did it for, she decorated the whole thing and she designed it and it looked, people, it was really sweet. We actually had somebody come in and they were like, uh, you know, one of the, um, we had some maintenance come in and he came in the apartment and he was like, I didn't think I was in the right place. I thought I was like in a model home. Uh Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. So, you know, she's, and he didn't, she's so great. We went to like at home and we were really fortunate. We got some cool, uh, You know, some stuff that was gifted to us, and then we were able to, to build off that. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. So, uh, you guys are able to stay close personally. Oh, yeah. As well as for professionally. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that's kind of nice. I bet she likes having 
having you so close. She does. She does. It's It's been a, you know, it was, we got to know each other in a different way when we first started, you know, working together. It's a challenge because you have a mother-daughter relationship, which is a complex, interpersonal, special relationship, not just between her and I, just in general. Yeah. And then you add, you have two people who own a business together on top of that. And so that's another work another working marriage almost a marital relationship quote unquote that sounds weird but no no i get it yeah Uh, a a bit a partnership is very special yeah so yeah there's an intimacy there and a level of trust that is yeah uh, i mean you you relate it to a marriage i mean it's different than other aspects of marriage besides the obvious but uh you know you're not trying to build a family you're trying to you're trying to build something which almost feels like a baby. Exactly. That's yeah, yeah. That's exactly where I was going. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. So you know, you're then you're building that, so you're learning that. So that you know, but at the end of the day, you, you know, I'm really fortunate with my mom in that both of us can exchange words or thoughts and ideas or phrases or whatever it is, and we know at the end of the day, like we're still mother daughter. You know, she's still my mom. I mean, yeah. it's just today that I comes talk, first, right? For sure. I yeah. mean, just today I talked to her and I was like, hey, this is just between you and me. Yeah. I need some advice. But yeah. I need mom advice. I don't need you to go into like I need you just to Yeah, we don't need to talk about how this affects the business. Yeah, I just need to <laughs> yeah. hear your I just need advice. Yeah, she was that's able to, cool. You know, so that's cool. That takes a special person to to be able to divide that or put that, that boundary. Yeah, and I definitely think that's for both more, of you. Yeah, I, I I definitely I think I credit more my mom a little bit more to that because it does take a humbleness on her part to be able to say, Okay, this is my daughter, I'm going to listen to her and also Say okay, well, I'm I'm your mom now, but okay, I could see you know I'm your boss. Bo- I I think it takes more on her than it does me, in some ways because, you know, she's my mom. It's it, that's got to be sometimes a little challenging. I'm sure well, the expectation days. of her to take the adult role between the two of you is certainly yeah. And so I'm sure there's some days when she just wants to be like, I just want to slap you. Just well, stop I, talking. I'm the mother, but for sure, can't. exactly. You I was gonna I mean? say, and then to be able to see you as an an, an equal adult, yes. Without I mean. playing the mom yeah. card, like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm older and, than and, you. And, yeah, and there's, we're not perfect on that every day. You know, there's days that we were not perfect at that every day. But, you know, you you grow and you learn and, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, tell us a little bit, like, give, give me the quick version of, of uh, how you... Well, where were you born? You born here in San Antonio? Yeah, born and raised in San Antonio. Hometown girl. Hometown. Actually, my family, uh, so the 300 kind of plays into that. What do you mean the 300? The 300, you know, San Antonio's been here for 300 years. Oh. And we were founded by the Canary Islanders. Okay. So my family, the Casanova family, which is my grandmother's, my grandmother's maiden name, right? They're actually the, from the Canary Islands. Okay. So I'm a Canary Islander. So my my lineage has been here since the beginning of San Antonio. Can I ask you really dumb? Yeah. Where where are the Canary Islands? Uh, they're over there off like the coast of Spain, kind of like kind of by Spain. Oh, I see. Wrong. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, if you look it up, look up like if you Google Canary Islanders. Yeah. Look it up, and they'll show you like the kings. One of the kings had them come bring a, 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 a colony here. Yeah. So the, I think the city was Ciudad de Ber originally, mm-hmm. and that's where you get Bear County from. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. Well, and, and so, uh, do you like drop that story when you're looking for free drinks? Or... No, nobody cares. You would like everyone's like, "Oh, you should be rich." I'm like, "Oh, I'm not." Yeah, I should so, be. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I mean, there was some call, and everyone, you know, and then 
I get some people. It's really interesting. I mean, I'm going to go. Real, I'm going to turn out to go political, but a little history. I, I love it. San Antonio is yeah. a historical city. Yeah. But you get a little bit of both. You get some people who are like, so you were a colonizer. So you colonized a native. I'm like, oh, yes, we did. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. like that was part of my. Well, you should totally be a colonizer. That's part of that. my lineage and history, too. You yeah. know, there's some of that in there. And then I've got some people, you know, I've been straight up asked um, by others who, you know, maybe were from Mexico or. Sure. Maybe like they have, they were from Mexico like two generations ago or three yep. generations ago. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, when did you come here? And I'm like, I've been here. Oh, yeah. Haven't known any other life. I don't know any other life. This is <laughs> yeah. all, I mean, I I, this, I have roots, deep, deep roots here. And it's kind of funny because then I, I had a friend or I used to date somebody and his mom was, uh, she was like, she wasn't, she emigrated here with her husband from Germany. Or, and so it's just kind of funny because I'm like, well, no one asked you that question. Yeah. You know, so it's just interesting, you know, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. dynamics in that. Especially considering brown people were here well before yeah. white people. Um, but it is, I mean, we have so many people here who are first, second, third generation. Yeah, which is really great and really which awesome. Which is awesome, but that means they have people who very often are alive who made the journey from yes. whatever old country to now, new country. And they have those stories Exactly, being so, which down. is a beautiful story. I think it's incredible. But, but I mean, when you're here and your mom and her mom and her mom were yeah. all from here, it's kind of, well, those stories now, get a little diluted. Now we're just from here. Yeah. Now, obviously, they're not everyone. I have my father's side. I yeah. have my mother's, you know, grandmother's. Uh, you don't talk about journal. your mom's childhood in the Canary Islands. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, but it was, you know, San Antonio is our home. So, yeah, I'm really blessed that way. Born and raised. Um my entire family lives here, which is really cool. Yeah, you know, um, so I'm really blessed to have a really close knit. That can be a blessing. Family. That's a that's a that could be a full circle blessing with a little bit of extra responsibilities, <laughs> right? Is that a diplomatic yeah, way I mean, to put it's, it? Yeah, it's you know, it's 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 amazing, and then sometimes it's like everybody knows everything. Okay, but you know, it's it's great because you know, like when I moved in the apartment we moved in, it was like. I invited a couple of them, and next thing you know, I was moved in my apartment in a day. Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah. So there, there's, there's the definitely benefits. those blessings and those. But then they ask the same of you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but you know, it's like you couldn't have it any other way. You know, That's I, love true. My, I love my family. That so, is really nice. Uh, yeah. So, and then, um, and so you went to school around here. Yeah. I, went, I graduated. Um, I graduated from Madison High School. Nice. And then I left to. School went to Texas State, so I was only like forty five minutes away. But I was to say that's not quite leaving. I don't no. know if you. <laughs> it's not, but you know what though? It's that's like, like that's like saying that you went to the South Side. Yeah, that's it's like, like a, it's only forty five. It's like nothing. You know, yeah. it takes. It was. I think it's from my parents' house. It was faster to get to them than it actually was to the South Side. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was such a different world. I mean, just forty five minutes. Well, the true. world of San Antonio, yeah. the world of San Marcos, and then when I would go to Austin. You're talking three different unique cultures. Very much so. And it's it was freaked me out. I'm like, it's only a two hour radius of, of each other. Yeah. But the differentiation in culture and, you know, how people interact and every it's so much different. I love it. Um, I think that's so important to oh, see. Oh man, I had and it is, and I had the greatest time in college. Um, you know, I had met two of my uh some of my two of my best friends there and we are still friends, you know. Nice. So I had a What did you go to school for? I actually went for a mass communications uh, with a emphasis in PR. So events, PR was always in the plans. Okay. Yeah, that was always. So you kind of grew up going. It would be really cool if I did. Yeah, I this. did. Um, I tell kind of told everybody this, but I started doing events when I was like eighteen in student council in high school. Oh, okay. So yeah. I was kind of always like, this is something yeah. niche. I, I didn't yeah. think I would necessarily. I didn't know how in the aspect I would be doing it. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I didn't anticipate it in this necessarily route, but I knew it was something in the realm of what I wanted to do. You were the one demanding that the seahorses be hung up a certain way and you're under the sea prong. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> no? <laughs> did, I not, did I not get that right? Yeah, well, we did, yeah, we did, like, a lot of, like, we did some nonprofit stuff for some stuff, some, like, oh, that's battle, cool. the bands thing. We did some really cool, like, oh, those are cool things. Gigs, like, home yeah. I did have to do, like, a lot of the scheduling. I got to do, like, kind of that kind of stuff. I had it. Oh, man, I, I was so fortunate that I had... Such amazing educators. Or, her name was Tina Platt. I had such amazing friends. I've, I've been really... I've been you had really, a teacher named Tina Platt? Yeah, she okay. was awesome. Okay. I've, been, I'm, I've really been so fortunate in everything I have. And it wasn't necessarily... I, I, not necessarily monetarily, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. affluence-wise. But I've been really fortunate in that I've had so many people along my way who yeah. truly, genuinely loved me. That's awesome. And guided me. And I've just kind if, of, if you got to trade one for the other, pick no, love. No, yeah, every I'd rather time. take yeah for sure. Pick a good family every exactly. time. Exactly. So yeah. you know, friends. I've been, I've got abundance of friends. So it's it's pretty cool. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Well, and then uh, so you get through college, and does mom already have the company going when you come back ready for you, or no? So my mom, kind of in the quick back, so I won't go into too much. That's of it, okay. But in two thousand four, so I was a junior in high school at the time. She wanted to start the business. Okay. She wanted to start, not necessarily events. She's because her background's interior design. That's what she has her, you know, design certification from St. Mary's. That's what she, her study thing is. That's or she. She's just talent. She's a talent. But she's one of those people that she's creative. So she's she creative. Can take she this can creative take anything. Over here, yeah. She, she can, can do take anything. It over there. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, and she wanted to do the business in two thousand four, and so she met by with herself. An, by herself, and yeah. she met with another interior designer, I think, to kind of mentor her. And that lady was like, you know what? It's not your time. I don't think you're ready. And my mom was really upset and crushed. I she said she cried and she because she came from a corporate background. Which one? Mom and or my this mom, lady? My okay. mom. She came from a corporate background at MCI. And she was really high up there. She used to manage a call center of like three hundred people. Wow. But when what's was it Bernie Evers? Was that his name? I can't remember his name. Who? Sorry. Was it Bernie Evers? What was his name? I don't remember his name. But That's the okay. dude who basically he was um he was embezzling. That's when a lot of that embezzlement and all that oh, stuff happened. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but keep going. But based on my mom, unfortunately, yeah. she was high up there. We had stock. I mean, we were like, we were great. We, yeah. we were taking care of it. It's a good place. Uh, she lost her job. She got laid off. And that was really difficult. I'll bet. So she thought, let me get the business going. Yeah. And then she prayed about it. And God told her, nope, it's not right. You're not. It's, you know, I'm going to confirm what my mom said. I'm going to listen to mentorship, but I trust in you. You tell me what to do. And God told her, nope, it's not the time. She was really upset. She said, okay, I'm going to listen. So this, so time well, goes let on. Me, let me mm-hmm. jump in real quick. Yeah. Was there any, like, explanation to either, you know, this lady coming back and going, nah, I don't think you're ready. I mean, what in the world I think gave her my, that? I think maybe, you know, my, my mom didn't have a knowledge yet. And, and she had a knowledge, because talent's talent. You know, you can have, you, and the, kind of the way I wanted to, when I was thinking about it, you can be talented, but being a talented and being good at your craft does not make you a business person. Oh, 100%. Do you I understand agree what I'm that. saying? Yep. Entrepreneurial spirit and creativity, it, sometimes it goes hand in hand, but it's not necessarily the same thing. Is that, you know what I'm saying? I would argue that they're almost night and day a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah. So I think that maybe she saw that my mom is such a savvy, incredible person. She's so business savvy. She's mm. so great. But 
when it comes to learning, wanting to do, she can create processes and procedures. She's she's a badass at it because that's what she did for corporate world. Yeah. But do processes and procedures and also have her design the home at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's maybe not where she's going to be her best at. Well, but I would also argue that it's such a different place coming from. Hey, I'm going to be a solopreneur and I'm going to open up my own thing um, versus I'm handling you know, $10 million from an angel investor and I need to make sure I have all my ducks in a row. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You know, I mean, that's kind of what I feel like. If you think you're an entrepreneur and you're not totally sure, write out a business plan. If you can get through that. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And I think for her, though, it wasn't, I don't think it was so much the lady who stopped her because my mom's the type of person, you tell her no, she's going to tell you yes three times why she should do it. It wasn't, I think that was sort of a sign for her and then she prayed about it. It was more of a spiritual thing that Mm. she told her to stop. Mm. So she, that's what, for her, that was what she listened to. And that's what to. she listened to. Okay, yeah. moving on. I was just yeah, curious. Good like, question, though. Why would, um, why would that stop yeah, her? No. But I think that would make me kind of go, uh, fuck you. I'm going <laughs> to let me show you. <laughs> but that's how she is. So, uh, but that's what she waited for. So come fast forward. You know, I graduated college in 09. So I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I knew I wanted to do something, you know, in terms of events or having my own business. But I thought... I was going to work for like the Spurs or something. I mean, I saw nice. myself working at a big corporate company. Sure. And, but when I graduated in 09. But that's what they prepare you for yeah. in schools. They prime you to go somewhere where yeah. you're actually going to make money. Well, the business, the economy, I remember in 09, 2010. Not so great, right? It was awful. Oh, wait, was crap. Nobody and was it took hiring. A few years to recoup. I could not get a job. Yeah. And I had like internship experience. I had customer service experience. It wasn't like I was just a stupid college kid and nothing. I had experience. Yeah. Um, I just. Nobody was hiring. Yeah. And um, I told my mom, I said, look, no one's hiring. It sounds crazy, but I know you're really talented. I wanted to do events. I think we should we should build together and kind of do this. And I said, but I'm not, I don't think I can make it without you. I need, I want you involved because I want your talented vision. I know you can do florals. I know that you can create stuff that's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, let me handle the customer service. Let me handle the PR of it. Let me handle the the business side of it. This the the one two threes. You know, you give me you. We talk vision together, but let me handle the day to day. And she said, "Okay." And really, that's kind of just what we did. Mm-hmm. It just fell into. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it didn't fall into, but you you guys kind of worked it out from there. Yeah. Well, and so uh, you you say, "Okay, we're a mother and daughter team." Now we need business. Yeah. And then what? And when was this? What year? 2009? 2011. So it took a couple years. So it took a couple years. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Um, I think like we started the DBA. Not another great year for the economy. Yeah. I think we started the DBA in like 2010, but 2011. So my mom being the just, I, I, you know, and I'm going to say this again, and I know that some people are like, oh, I don't know. But I, I really believe it just, God really did just kind of put us in paths of places because I don't know how else. It would have happened. So my mom actually, I don't know if you know uh, Eric Holtz. Mm-hmm. You know Eric Holtz? Okay. Awesome lighting guy. I mean, we Wealth don't. Wealth of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she, you know, met him. Mm-hmm. Um, she needed. She knew she needed a lighting guy. She knew she, at the time she knew a strong, strong lighting guy. And she looked at everybody's work and she's like, this is, she liked him. This is the best I've seen. We talked with him. He was just a wealth of knowledge. And mm-hmm. so he just poured into us. You know, he poured in his knowledge and we took, we listened. So that was a connection, and he used to do a show. He did a Four Seasons show. He had done a couple, I think. Yeah, I remember that. And then we met up 
at the time it was Boulder Springs. Right. And if you don't remember that. Yeah, with Anita. And that was like when it first, I think the building had been open maybe a couple months. And we didn't even know about it. I think a friend of ours saw a flyer and said, hey, look, there's this new venue. You should go out there and start making. We literally, I mean, what we did, we did what you call, what people, what kid, I think what a lot of younger people don't do anymore. Mm. And what I think maybe people don't, what take for granted anymore mm. is interpersonal, one-on-one, old school communication and that's where you sat next to each other and texted each other <laughs> we sat I don't next to each other. that is where we went doors to when we were on door to doors knocking hey this is who we are you didn't talk to people actually uh, we people? actually talked to people oh i know God. it's crazy i know it's insane and it's like well, i so, just want to send emails from my computer and i just no it doesn't work that way, way i'm safer. sorry um so you go knock on Boulder we just, Springs. We knock up and we built a relationship with her. That was one of the first venues where we really and we're still even and I want to do say and I, I I'm very proud of this. They've changed their name what twice. twice. Mm-hmm. They've sold a company and we're still on it. We're still there. Yeah. It's good. Um serving their clients. You were even officing out of there for a yeah. while, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. So I mean I feel like if that's not a something to be proud of and humbled sure. about, I don't know what is. Yeah. Um but yeah, so we did a show there with four season show mm-hmm. and it just and that it. was your. That was kind of our debut. That was. Our, a, that's when I kind of say our anniversary. So people ask me what our anniversary. I say it's January thirtieth, twenty eleven, because that was like when we were like, "Hey, we're here." Yeah. You know, we're here. We we want to learn. We want to grow. We want to serve. We're here. Who are you looking at? Who are you trying to be when you grew up? <sighs> Anybody yeah. here in the industry? Somebody outside of our area or network? What was your inspiration <sighs> for the company? a hard question because I everyone always asks me this question not this particular like who inspires you and I'm like I don't know it's a weird I know that's weird to me and I it's hard for me to um well you don't have to have a hero um because a lot of people don't necessarily pull their inspiration yeah I don't know I know David Tatira at the time was really big let me ask it differently yeah forget inspiration Mm -hmm. when you had sheet concepts the structure. Mm-hmm. What did you envision? What we envisioned was serving clients so that they can walk in to where? You know, to with us mm-hmm. and we can create their event from beginning to end and make it not only a flawless event that was executed beautifully and you know has all the logistics and all that, but create something when people walk in they're they're wow. We wanted to create a space. We wanted to use, we wanted to create a, a, a venues, you know, build venues or build a space within the venue that was a reflection of the clients. So d- design we, was the initial? D- design Design was always there. It wasn't like we started the event, we did the event. Because some people were like, oh, I didn't know you did design. Like, I had one time someone was like, oh, you're doing florals now? I'm like, we've always done florals. I mean, we've, Really? Yeah, we've done When you opened the doors, what were you saying you did? Uh, floral, floral design. Um, Full e- event design? Event design. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So centerpieces, and, and do, planning. Do, you, do you do rentals? Or? We did. We don't, we're not really big in the rental game where we're like, we can come in and rent our stuff. Right. But we, and we didn't have a huge inventory, obviously, in the beginning. So there were, in the beginning, we were having to rent from other companies. Sure. And we were buying inventory. Um, but we, you know, we always wanted to create rooms that were a reflection of the client. It wasn't enough for us to do, oh, here's a centerpiece. 
that wasn't enough. That wasn't what we wanted. We wanted to be able from the very beginning. And my mom, her her back, you know, her her talents really texture. We were choosing the linen with the client. Mm. We were cho- helping choose lighting. We were create. We were thinking about creating statement pieces. That was always something that was important to us from mm. the get go. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just about. I didn't care. I'm like, and I still tell everyone that day. Well, a centerpiece is a centerpiece. What do you, tell me what you want your room to say? Mm-hmm. And 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 then the the back part of or not the back part of the additional was the interior design, mm-hmm. and we didn't want to let that go. Now the last I would say three to five years, you know, we're really blessed. The event business has just taken off, mm-hmm. and so it's been harder to keep going with the interior design. But we're really excited because that's the part that we're really we're going to start bringing back. Oh, very good. And um, well, you kind of got to go to where the money is. Yeah, and so yes, and so we're kind of. For a little while there, the the real estate market was kind of strange. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't yeah, like something that. Um, but now we're we're you know Gina's really gonna we're gonna start as a team going Gina's back at your that. Mom. Mm-hmm. Start going back at that, and we have a couple of homes in line that we're doing. So or she's cool. doing. So we're we're excited about that. Yeah, right? that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you think allowed your business to grow the quickest? Do you think it was? You said you, you you had your debut. Mm-hmm. You met Eric Holtz. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you connected with other people. Was it networking? It was Were networking. You word of mouth. Were you? How do you? Where it's, do you find you get the most business? Networking and word of mouth referrals. Mm-hmm. That's where we get most of our business from. And not website. Uh now yeah, we just redid our website for an awesome website designer, uh, Timel Jones. She's incredible. Um, but. I, people now they see now that we go at our well here now they can look at our website and say oh I saw your work it was beautiful I loved it but when you're just starting and you yeah. have nothing really to show right what do you show yeah um and so that's why the show was really important to us so it gave us a chance to showcase that you know um in a place that we hadn't really done events but she had homes we had homes that we could show and so people could see the talent there um now where were you holding consultations throughout that time our home. Yeah. Our home, Starbucks, like wherever we could. So, okay. So, uh, you had a space in your home. Mm-hmm. You were able to show off other locations. Mm-hmm. Um, you had your big, you know, show off with Eric Colts. You just designed your website, but you think that, you said interpersonal relationships. You think those were the things that, like, pulled people and other yeah, clients and absolutely. referrals towards because you. Because here's the thing, and I think people forget this is that and this is kind of going like you know how i go all spiritual and stuff but i I, we are a society i think like it's so easy for us to hide behind our computer or our phone sure i don't believe we were made that way we Mm. weren't made to be islands we're Mm. made to connect Mm. and to build relationships and when we're building doing events and weddings a lot of the time that is the most personal thing that you can be a part of yeah I agree. You know what I'm saying? It is such a personal, special day. I mean, you're literally, we talk about design, we talk about this, but really what we're there for is to assist two people in their union. And that's part of what we do. We do a lot of other stuff, but that's probably the most personal. So it's like... Weddings. Weddings. Mm -hmm. How can you not build and network personally and have and serve in such a personal business? Yeah, how do you do it if you're not emotionally connected? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. Because you can't get... represent them yeah. if you're not connected to them emotionally. Exactly. For that's, sure. That, that's how I feel. Um, I, don't, I don't get it. I'm like, how do you do that? So let me ask you this, and this is going to put you on the spot a little bit, because I don't see you as this person, but I want to know how you'd give this person advice. So 
uh, you have a you have a creative, you have a, an artist of some sort, who is introverted or on the scale mm. of you know from extrovert to introvert. Mm-hmm. They're they're leaning more on the introverted mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they they get it mm-hmm. that hiding behind phones and things mm-hmm, is not mm-hmm. the thing, but mm-hmm. when they get in front of people, yeah, they shut down. They shut down. It's awkward. Okay. It's yeah. So how is it that you show your heart when you're not that chatty, never met a stranger kind of a personality? I think in that case, you know, you need to have a good strong salesperson. That's how I feel. You think you think you partner with somebody? I think you need to partner with somebody. And not necessarily a business partnership, but maybe somebody who just understands you. Mm. And if you have somebody who is representing you or your company and they understand you and they understand your work and they understand your passion, mm. they're going to sell it for you. They're going to, they can, they can connect and get, let them explain, Hey, you know, this is what our company's about. Let's listen, how great I'm talented. She is. This is what she does this is what he does. I mean, can you see that? Let the salesperson paint the picture. And once the, 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 the creative is there, then they've already been drawn. Then they can connect. What, what, what I want to talk a... about good salesperson somebody how do you who, recognize that somebody who can paint a picture mm. i and i and it's something that i learned and that was the thing is like i think that's an advice i'm just going to give like having a business you forget like oh you have to sell mm-hmm. and that is something my my mom was always already good at she was because when she when she got laid off she had a lot of little sales jobs that she did yeah was, she had the experience i was a great salesperson she yeah. can sell whatever to anybody yeah i didn't have that yeah and I heard I sell so much, dif- sell so differently. And I think that it depends on, you know, when you have to paint a picture, you kind of have to f- paint the story of what What's you're the getting. difference? How does she sell? She's, uh, my mom is just such a, people are drawn to my mom. She's very passionate. She's very, you know, and I'm more reserved, I huh. think. So, you know, for she her. She seems super empathic and kind of yeah. like get in your space and yes. go, hey, and- I kind of own you like a mom would yeah you know i just i'm just gonna love on you yes and that's how she is it's not yeah. like that's a that's not a and that's what i think what my mom makes her so great is yeah. that there is not a she's not a facade that's just how she is i mean growing up like she'd be talking to everybody i'd be like who are you talking to who are these people that's just her personality <laughs> right right um i'm more of a you know i'm not a, i'm not like that but you know the way i sell is more just you know listening and it's a genuine list i really want to hear what you have to say i want to listen to what you want because let me hear what you want, and then from there we we, we can. Converse. Well, because you're not developing a a vision as they're talking. Yes. Yeah. I see. Mm-hmm. That's my that's yeah. my way as well. Yeah. Because I'm not the I'm not the creative. Yeah. That's not my that's not my thing. I I'm I'm a pretty linear thinker. I think in logistics and uh, how things are going to work yeah. and who I'm going to get to do what. Uh and and trying to take the client's vision and go, eh, does that all fit? And yeah. what works and how do I yeah. guide them towards maximizing yeah. this yeah. versus thinking of all yeah, the for sure. creative design. Yeah, so, no, I get that. Yeah, so going back to your original question, you know, absolutely. I think that you need to have a salesperson or somebody who can represent necessarily. I'm saying a salesperson because, and I don't mean like, oh, don't people hear sales and they think like, greasy dude in a suit trying to sell cars. No, it's not oh, that. Oh, sure. But yeah. you have to have somebody who can... A salesperson is anybody who believes in your company, believes in you, can represent you, and can offer your services. Period. Mm-hmm. So, if that's not feeling where that's where your strength is and get somebody who is that is their strength mm-hmm. and let you shine where you shine best. That's how I feel. Yeah. 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 I would add 
a couple more things to that, if it's okay, Absolutely. just to compliment what yeah. you're saying. I would I would say that personality wise, they just can't. A salesperson can't be afraid to open their mouth and try to cast a vision, whether they cast it beautifully, right? Right. Whether they are wordsmith and a poet at heart may or may not happen, but as long as you have somebody who is connected to your vision, as you exactly. said, and they're not scared to get out in front of people and go, hey, this is a great thing. Can I have your business? I mean, if you have somebody who's not scared of that, then they will eventually be a good salesperson. Yeah. The other thing that I, I find that um, introverted artists, and that's a very niche group, but just artists or introverts, um, they often tend to pair up with people who... Uh, are domineering. They tend to pair up with somebody who goes, well, I sold it this way, therefore you have to do it this way. Yeah. Um, and so you really have to watch out for somebody who's very respectful of your personal artistic Oh, absolutely. Process. And that's the thing is you have to know, you know, you have to be able to clear draw clear lines in the sand of responsibilities and roles and expectations. And and one of them is, and it's very easy as salesperson. You're right. They can be, um, they're, they are, they have strong personalities. And so it's very easily that they can start getting in there and, and, and doing things. And it's like, no, 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 you're not, you're not the designer. Right. This is not your job. Right. Don't, you know, let's Well, because I was raised in sales. And when my wife and I opened the company, well, when my wife opened the company, then I came on board later. Um, I was very much like I would come back and go, yeah, I got a sale. I sold it this way. And it would be a very awkward conversation of her going, yeah, but it doesn't work that way. So now you got to go back and tell the client that we can't do it that way because that's not the best way to do it. And, uh, and so, yeah, not just the education, but, but connecting to your artist, um, Mm -hmm. and their process. Cause you can go, you, I, you know, there are different kinds of artists. There are people who can sit like you were, you were talking about your mom and, and think through their vision while the client is talking. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there are others who go, okay, I'm going to listen, 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 listen. Then I'm going to go back and process for a little while. And then I'll come back with the design. I mean, there's so many, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's no, and there's no right way or wrong way. No, and that's what I think is really important is that it's not about being right or wrong. It's not being about being good or bad. It's about finding out what works for you and your company and your clients and creating something to serve you. Yeah, that is a a really tough leap I think in people's minds to go. Hey, I want to start my own thing. Now I gotta hire or partner up with a, a salesperson sometime we should sometime we should dig into the processes of that but i want to hear more about you so you guys um where did you start out with as far as don't give me you know you don't have to give me numbers give me like a, a, a the volume of events that you did at the beginning versus what you're doing now maybe like we probably started off doing like maybe 10 percent 20 percent beginning compared to what we're doing now I mean, yeah. even less than that, I'm being honest. I mean... Like maybe you did 10 the first year and 100 this year? Maybe that's maybe that's high. I don't think we did that much. But yeah, something, you know, yeah. we didn't do that many this year. But yeah, give or take, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and significantly, in terms of the, significantly higher significantly now. Versus, higher, yeah. I bet your prices are better now than they were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. That's the other thing is that that's, I think, a lot of... That would always be a tough and go with me, my mom and I. That was, that was where we, we learned... We were challenged because to her it was like this is what I love to do, this is this is my talent. Uh-huh. I love this. That seems like it's a crazy price. 
don't charge that, you know. Oh, she wanted the price to go lower. Yeah, oh, yeah. Her oh. and I, at the first beginning of it, she'd be like, no, 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 no. And I'd be like, no, this is what the market value says. This is what we have to charge. Yeah. And she'd be like, no, I really liked her. She was really sweet. And I'm she like, wanted to make it work. She wanted to make sure. it work. And, and that's what makes her, you know, that's why I love her so much. Uh, but I was like, listen, <laughs> I've got bills we have to pay. We have to eat. I mean, and, that, and that's the thing. It's like... <laughs> This is a business at the end of the day. You know, it's here. And I'm so grateful to my clients who do choose us and who do trust us because not only are they, you know, I think they're going to get a great event, but it's not just that. It's that you're feeding a family, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. You really are. And I'm really grateful to that, you know? Like every, you know, I'll never, and that's, and, and my chart prices went up, but at the same time, you know, I never, ever look down or figure like okay well you don't have x amount of budget you're not worth my time i never do that of course not and i think that sometimes i feel like hmm, how do i put this delicately or what do i say just you know you may not be able to afford you may come you may not be able to afford the mercedes benz of weddings okay right but damn it i'm gonna get you you may only get you maybe it's just a Ford, but it's going to be beautiful and it's mm-hmm. going to be clean. It's going to be pristine. It's going to drive well. Well, there's a level of excellence that you can give exactly at any at any price, price range. range. It doesn't just because and 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 I'll never forget. My mom said that to me one time, and um, one of the first clients. When it was you know a long time ago, and I'm not going to go into names or anything like that. That's but okay. I remember saying, well. You know, this we didn't charge that much, and you know, we didn't know we were, you know, I didn't charge enough, and this is just kind of this. And we were going back and forth. And she, I'll never forget this. Um, she said, and I, I think that's when the term, and I, and forgive me, and I don't mean to just say anything bad about it, but I think that's when the term phrase on phrase budget bride could kind of started coming out or something like that. It mm-hmm, was kind of remember that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, don't ever say that about anybody, and don't ever, don't ever discredit that because. What this person is, you, yeah, you're just starting and, you know, they trusted us and you're, you're still having, you're still learning things and you're getting education from this. You're learning from this Mm -hmm. and this is an experience. And if she said, if I'm not, you know, you still, did you still eat today? Well, that came from somewhere. Mm. So that's something that I, and, and, and ever since then, you know, one of my moms is like, always said, we never want to tell a bride no based on budget. And I really try to do that. I'm very honest with them and say, look, this is what our average price is. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to go. I can go below that, but we have to maybe manage the expectations of what you're getting. Does yes. that make sense? It I'm going to, I'm going to give yeah. you a beautiful product. I'm not going to, cause I will not put my name on something that I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, sure. it's, I'm That's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, we don't have to have these ginormous big arrangements. We can do beautiful candles. We can mm-hmm. do some sweet, you know, there there are other ways to, to play it out. So People's opinions in this industry, I'm sure in any industry, um, but people's opinions on how to set your pricing are very polarizing. I think you can get so many different opinions on, well, at the beginning, you go under market value a little bit to start building your clientele, and then you raise your prices from there. Or you have so many groups and so many people who go no everybody's prices need to be this high or else you're degrading the market and uh but i i just i have such a there's so many different variables that come into the equation of your price and it also it starts with what kind of entrepreneur what kind of artist do you want to be if you're a part-time you know, take our job, photographer, coordinator. Mm-hmm. If you're doing this once a month, 
well then who cares yeah. you're just out doing it to do it and mm-hmm. you make a couple extra bucks and good for you um, if you are trying to build a- <coughs> sorry no that's okay yeah I think I think there's so many different like here's exactly how you should and I I feel like price is one of those things that you have to take out the what everybody else's expectations are on your price. It's got to work for you. It's got to work for your lifestyle. It's got to work for your mm-hmm. bills. It's got to work for how much time you think you're going to spend on your product. Some people spend tens and you know 20 hours on editing something for photography, whereas we're a little bit more simplified on our edit- editing. If you do all of that, then your pricing should be maybe mm-hmm. a little bit higher to accommodate mm-hmm. that. Uh, everybody's expectations are different. So how much time you put into it, what's your lifestyle is, what type of client you're trying to attract and don't let the, uh, you know, all the crap that comes from everybody else that says, well, you're this low, you're attracting a budget bride. Like, and I hate that too, because somebody who's coming in saying, Hey, my budget, I don't care if their budget is 5,000 or if it's 25,000 or if it's a hundred thousand. They're only going to allocate a certain amount for me. Yeah. I may get a lot of that or I may only get a little bit of right. that. You know. Right. So, it, it, I don't know. It, yeah. it, it's a very, um, I think that people who bitch about other people's pricing uh, are, honest, yeah, are pretty I, insecure. I, I agree. <laughs> and my, I, feel like you're, I feel like you're worried about things. It's like, just focus on your own self. Like, yeah. Focus on yourself. Yeah. That's a, that's a platform of mine that I think come on guys where do you want to be and you know what start there and six months later look back and go am I making any money and if you're not go up a little bit if you are god bless you keep going (coughs) yeah for sure that's where you want to be okay Mm -hmm. I want to talk about events just a little bit give me some talk about what I'm sorry events okay give me some like fun interesting things you've seen like what? What circumstances? Give me some fun stories that you've been a part of and in events. Oh man, um, so many things. I'm trying to like wrap my brain. Oh, uh, gosh. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try, maybe just talk about maybe just a couple moments that I Dude, can. Like that's one of my favorite moments as a coordinator, and I was going back to like interpersonal and personal, and you know, just that whole thing is. Um, remember. One of my clients, um, I'll never forget this. We were, it was, at, it was actually at the milestone, which, you know, the boulder. And her grandma, she was getting ready, and her grandmother was there. And her grandma had, like, longer gray hair. Uh-huh. And the bride was brushing her hair. Uh-huh. And I walked in on it. And I just thought it was the sweetest thing I've ever seen. And yeah. I'll ne- never forget that. Yeah. Um, I just loved that moment. I loved it so much and I was so honored just to see it to I didn't mean to you know but I just I just saw it that's very second. intimate family it moment. was a that's very, very intimate sweet. family moment and I was like this is what this is what it's about yeah. you know um man I've done an event one of my favorite events we ever planned was um it was a 25th anniversary party still one of my favorites and I get a call <laughs> I get a call and they said oh my boss is having an anniversary party Will you help us? It's in December. And it was, a, keep in mind, it was like November. I think it was either like the last week of November or the first week of December when I got this call. Something wow. like that. So I literally, naturally assumed it was for next December. Sure. I go, okay, sure. I'm like pulling out my 2018 calendar, 27, I don't know, whatever year it was. I can't remember. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like December, boss. Like, like in three weeks. I was like, December. like three weeks, December. He was like, yeah. Can you come in tomorrow? I was like, uh, okay. 
went in, did the consultation. Um, you know, I'm thinking, and the way he sold it was, it's just going to be like a, a, just a, just a little thing, just a little party. So I thought, okay, I can, I can do that. Yeah, know? we can throw it together in a few weeks. No, it was not a little party. Uh-oh. You know, I sat at the consultation, we wanted dancers, we wanted a Roy 20s, we wanted, you know, you know, step and repeats. We wanted, and they hadn't done anything. All they had was the venue, oh, which yeah. was at Western Riverwalk. And I was like, uh, okay. And I remember thinking, and I and that was the I think it was it was 2014. That's right, because remember 12, 13, 14 was like really pop yep, busy. Yep. So I already had like a busy you know month for that week, and I was like, I don't know. And I remember thinking, I don't know if I should do this one. I think I should. And she said, No, we we can do this. We can do this. Um, and it was what I really I think I love that event because it kind of elevated us. I think it elevated our what we can do. So we literally, I, I kid you not, I literally called vendors mm-hmm. that whole day. The next day. Yeah. Created budgets. I think I literally planned a three-week event in like overnight. Nice. You know, overnight. So you were proud of yourself. For that I was one. proud, and it was an awesome event. It nice. was beautiful. It was beautiful. You. They had the budget for it. I they guess. had the budget. You know, they had. You know. Why would they have? Why would they wait so long? Um, I don't know. This is kind of a little entitled. Like they're gonna pick it up when they want to pick I kinda, it up. Or... You know, just hey, let's just do it. it well, I guess they it. can do that if they have the money. Yeah, it was just kind of like let's do it, and they were yeah. they were a lot of fun. They were a lot. Oh, of Oh, that's fun. cool. That's nice. That was. What are some of the most like challenging things? And obviously, that's challenging. I tell you what, think about this. Mm-hmm. Have you ever dealt with conflict during an event? Oh yeah. With a client or with another vendor? Um how do you and you don't have to you don't need to give me Yeah, names. yeah, I don't think so much, you know, necessarily with another vendor. That's but good. there's been a couple times with maybe vendors who and and forgive me and I don't like to call them weekend warriors, but people maybe who just and that's fine if that's what they want to do. I'm not judging them, but maybe like this is just kind of what they do, you know, on the side. Sure. Or a little yeah. bit here, a little bit there. So yeah. maybe sometimes a per, not not that saying that you can't be professional if this isn't what you do all the time, and I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is Maybe there's not as much of a the experience levels different experience, and yeah. maybe not in much of an investment in terms of your name. Sure, does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. So when a vendor comes in and maybe lets you down a little bit during an event. Yeah, I mean that's florist comes in and you know, go, I, hey, we forgot. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've had this. I, you know. It was a time on there, you know. Dumb things like we don't have enough pins for the boutonnieres. <laughs> yeah, you just you just make it work, man. You just figure it Cake out. There, this late. is not the time to point fingers and say, "Well, that's your right. contract says." That's the thing I think worse. You know, you don't. And I was having this conversation, I think, with a DJ like last night or somebody. You know, this is. It's not the time to say, "Well, you did this, and I this is my job, and this is your." It doesn't matter. You're right. At that moment, what matters is, hey. We're here. We're going to figure it out. I mean, mm-hmm. there was, I know there was an event and we did. And I remember I had contracted something and it, they were running it. The other vendor was running out of time and didn't. And I, and I was like freaking out. What do we do? You know, internally freaking out, not like, you know, externally freaking yeah. out. <laughs> yes, like in my mind, like, okay, what do, and I, I talked to There's my There's a team. smile on your face. Yeah. But... I talked to the team and we, 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 we fixed it. Yeah. We, it, what, we, we weren't paid to fix it. But it didn't matter because the client paid for it. Didn't did they pay us for it? No, but I didn't care because I knew well, what they expected, and I well, was the not going to throw. The is yeah. in that very um, an interesting position of if the DJ stinks and brings the energy down, the coordinator's going to hear about it. They are, and it is you know it's if part catering of catering gets served late. 
you know, yeah, the, it, the coordinator's going to yeah. hear about it. So, yeah, it, you kind of just got to You have fix to fix, it. you know, and I mean, there's been times, I mean, especially like earlier when, you know, it was when I was working with some catering companies way earlier in my career that maybe didn't offer full service. Yeah. You know, I remember there were days when I would straight up just serve, help serve the plates. Yep. Or pick sure. up plates. Yep. Because I was thinking it's, you know, did the client pay for this right? No. But I'm not going to stand here. But they pay for you to work. They pay for me to work. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm here. That's Yeah, I feel the same way. You know, like, let's get it done. And honestly, I was like, at the end of the night, who's going to, I'm going to have to deal with this anyway. Yeah. So it's better. And I, I can't, it's a pet peeve of mine. I see plates stacked. It just grosses me. Oh, some of those things, I mean, like, like my ass is too important to go bust tables. No. Are you kidding me? We're, yeah. none of, no, nobody is, you know, none of us are more important to yeah. do. Yeah. To do anything. Oh, uh, 100%. Um, okay. I'm going to switch. Is there anything else you want to say there? Because I'm going to switch up just a little bit. I don't think so. And I want to have a, I want to do a little role playing. Oh. Okay. And uh, don't let that scare you. This is this is super appropriate role playing. But I'm going to um, I'm going to act like I'm a client or a potential uh-huh. client, uh-huh. and you are going to be you. Okay. And you're going to guide me through a floral consultation. Okay. And you know, I, I just kind of want to hear how you do this from beginning to end. So, um, what 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 should my name be? Oh, we're gonna start the whole thing. Oh, let's do it. Let's oh, do okay. it. My name is. Um, what do you think? Barry. Barry. Uh, do I look like a Barry? No, Let's I don't. go with Barry. It's a funny name. Okay, that's perfect. Uh, hi, I'm Barry. Hi, Barry. How are you? This is my wife, Cherry. Oh, Cherry. Um, Barry and Cherry. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, w- we heard about you. Uh-huh. I heard you do flowers. Uh-huh. I don't know a lot about flowers. That's okay. That's um, not, you don't need to. T- tell me tell me how this works. How do yeah. you work? Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to ask you some really boring questions. Let's okay. just get the boring stuff out of the way. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, you know, what's your phone number? You don't have to literally give it to you. Okay. But, okay. <laughs> Let's ask phone number, address. Yeah. Email. Yeah. Where are you getting married? Um, right. Chandelier Green. Okay, perfect. Are you having your ceremony there too? C- yeah, ceremony awesome. in the little chapel. What's your guest count? 200. Fantastic. Okay, so we'll probably need, you know, uh, at least... I have five groomsmen and six bridesmaids. Okay, five... Okay, any... Are, how many sets of... How many moms do we have? Um, My mom and stepmom... Okay. And just her mom. So three moms. How many dads? Uh, t- just two dads. Okay, two. Any uh, grandparents still with us? No grandparents. Will okay. Be there. Any flower girl? Yes, one flower girl and one ring bearer. Fantastic. Any juniors, bridesmaids? Nope. Any junior groomsmen? Nope. Okay. Um, that's pretty much the boring stuff. So that's all out of the way. Okay. So tell me, uh, how did y'all meet? We met. Um, <laughs> I didn't know we were going to get into all this. But, okay. Now i got to be well, really creative. Go. I mean, Hold on. I'm going to come up with <laughs> something. Hold to... on. I'm going to come up with something. <laughs> so, we met downtown. Oh, I, right was, I was uh, uh, serenading with my guitar and my beautiful voice. Oh, my God. You sing? That's awesome. Yes. And I was singing to the whole restaurant because I was asked to. And she was there and fell in love well, with restaurant. me on the spot. Don't know. Okay. Fell in love with me on the spot. Oh my gosh. And pursued me relentlessly. And here we are. Oh, Isn't wow. that a funny That's story? That's a great story. Thanks. So are you going to have music in your wedding? No. No music in the wedding? You're not going to sing our song? I should not, no. Oh, that's, that's, I think you should. Okay. 
<laughs> so, you know, it, oh, okay, I'm not going to, you know, but the other question, I, you know, one of the things is, um, I like to ask, give me five words that describe y'all as a couple. As a couple. Okay. We're romantic. Okay. We are, um, we're opposites. Okay. Is that well, fair? Yeah. So who's So more... like I talk a lot. She's a little bit quieter. Okay. So I might need to talk to you. So I'm going to, so thank you so much for sharing that. So just as an FYI, Cherry, since you don't talk that much, I might ask you a little more questions. I might look at your facial expressions a little bit more because I want to make sure that you're here too. Right. Right. Okay. Um, other descriptive words. Mm-hmm. Well, give me some examples. What oh, does that mean? Oh, you don't need to tell me anything. Like, are you, what do y'all like to do for fun? Are y'all oh, fun? Okay. Are you foodies? It okay, doesn't okay. have to be anything too intense. Just okay. to kind of try and get a sense of who you are. We, we, we are into activities. Like, we like to stay active. Okay, and great. And we, we, we uh, really have a pretty strict diet. That's oh. something that we... Okay, so where we, we choose catering is important. Got yep. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's three, right? Yeah, that's good. That's good. I okay. Think that's, I don't, yeah. And then when people walk into your wedding, people walk into the venue, what do you, what do you want them to feel? I want them to feel really comfortable. Okay. Right? Got it. So I want this to be a classy event. But I want everybody to feel very welcome. Okay, so maybe we don't do, you know, just full whites. Maybe we pull in some different color because, you know, more whites and things like that tends to be a little bit more formal. Yeah. When you bring in some color, it tends to relax. Definitely, I like the idea of romance. We can do candles. Yes. Um, the other question I want to ask you is, when people walk away, yeah. what do you want them to say about it? I want them to feel spent, like they were... Like they had a lot of dancing time, like they got a chance to talk to everybody that they wanted to talk to. I want them to feel like they emoted and they were comfortable with that, laughing and crying at times. Um, Awesome. Okay, so music's going to be important. Dance mm -hmm. is going to be important. Yeah. And then on a scale of one to ten, one being like, oh my God, I have to have it. It's so important to me. Ten being like, I don't really care. Where's the core in that to you? Man. Probably in the upper. Wait, one is I gotta have it. Uh huh. Okay, so in the lower range, so probably probably two or three. I okay, mean, I awesome. I think that's important. Great. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk colors. Okay. So that's kind of where. Yeah. That's how I, you know, we do. We try to, you know, get to. And and you obviously this is role playing, so I'm not going into deep deep questioning of. Yeah. You know, I don't get. I'm not having as much of a conversation, but that's really what. That's pretty much how we how we. That's do probably it. good since my improv skills are not very good. But you know. <laughs> That's really, I like to get the boring stuff out of the way. I like to just get that out, you know, done with. What I call the boring stuff. It's not necessarily boring, but it's No, it's you're saying that lightheartedly. Yeah. Because it yeah. is important. Well, yeah. I have a couple questions for you. Mm-hmm. So, I'm getting married in October. Since it's October now, let's say I'm getting married in October, next mm-hmm. October. Mm-hmm. What What flowers are in season that month? Is that is that a question that comes up? Yeah, that is a question that comes up a lot. So usually I say like the traditional flowers of the roses, mm-hmm. the hydrangeas, mm-hmm. sometimes tulips, all those types of greeneries, you're pretty much going to be able to get those in the fall. You're good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where you might find a challenge in certain color roses, like your oranges and all that. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we just have to make sure that we get that final count a month before because okay. we're also competing with everybody else so who wants those order. colors. Yeah. You know, okay. um, peonies, things like that. Eh, it's kind of hard to get, you know... Um, but for the most part, you know, those traditional flowers were, were good. Well, how do you store the flowers before my event? So, good question. So, they come in on Wednesday. Well, 
They come in on Wednesday if your event's Friday, Saturday. If your event's okay. Friday, they're going to come in on Tuesday. You give them, come in a couple days before. And they come to us off planes, usually. You okay. know, they're being FedExed in from wherever around You have a the private sheet concepts plane? Huh. I wish. No, <laughs> I'm not that fancy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, but they come out, you know, to the supplier and they come to us. So uh-huh. what we do is we have the team process them. What that yeah. means is we strip them off their leaves so that way the leaves don't take the vitamins from the water. We put them in the water, put the medicine in the water, and they just drink for a whole day. Nice. Hydrangeas, you know, we dip them in the head, all that kind of good stuff. Their heads in the water, let them drink. That goes on for the full day. We start the events on Thursday, the, the flowers on Thursday, okay, and then we put them in the cooler. Okay. And then Friday we usually do the personals, like your boutonnieres and your bouquets and stuff like that, just because... But near is there, there's no water source, so we don't want to do them too ahead of time. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Huh, that's interesting. And um, do you work with other vendors? Let's say I have a, a separate lighting vendor. Obviously, I have a separate cake vendor. Mm-hmm. Do you work with them in order to make sure that centerpieces work with the lighting? Absolutely, so it's not And cohesive. I want floral on my cake. Definitely. And I want to make sure... Yeah, the ridges on my cake are wide enough to handle the floral that I want. Absolutely, we always, you know, that's what we really stress. Relationships, I'm really, we're really thankful because we have some awesome relationships with a lot of different vendors around San Antonio. So if I can, if I pick up a phone, they're going to answer my call, and we're going to definitely make sure it works for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Do you do setup and tear down, or if you're not coordinator, do you? Do you ask the coordinator to do it if no. you're not hired for that? No. You do uh, it yourself. Yeah, because okay. if, if if you hire a different coordinator, when we worked with a lot of different coordinators and you just wanted to do flowers, I am happy and, and happy to serve. Yeah. And we will work with them and they're in charge. Okay. Um, but no, we always bring a separate teardown and set up fee, regardless if you co- coordinate with us or not. Even if we, we do hire for coordinating, you're still going to have a separate team. Okay. Got you it. don't want me handling that because I'll mess it up. How far in advance? And I know this is a setup question, so, be, so I realize this, but in a general sense, what would you recommend? People should start looking for their florist or their designer, and that may be two separate questions, you know, X amount of months before their event. Well, I'm going to say six to eight months. Okay. That gives you enough time to do a good job. Yeah. Depending on when you're getting married. Sure. And how big and the budget. How big and the, the budget. Scope so, so if you're forth, if you're in you're looking at October's marches, you know things like that. You nearly need to start booking that okay. as soon as you get your venue. You know it needs to be venue, caterer, yeah, photographer, yeah, you know floral yeah. design, all that stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, you can wait like six to eight months if you're kind of just in or if you're low. But if if it's really really important to you, you need to get that ahead of time because. Especially the design, you know, the designer, they're going to, or coordinator, they're going to be looking at the whole aspect of the event. Right. So if you start booking things that you didn't need. Yeah, then it becomes a puzzle versus. Then it becomes a puzzle that yeah. we have to put together. Yeah. And maybe you, you did something you really didn't need to do. You bought yeah. something you really didn't need to buy. Right. Or something that doesn't totally fit mm-hmm. within either style mm-hmm. or budget. Okay. Last segment of this. Mm-hmm. I have a few rapid fire questions. Okay. Here's what I want you to do. I just want you to spit out the first, first thing. thing that oh, comes no, to your mind. That's, always, that's not always a good thing. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Whatever comes out, we're just going to take it. Because sometimes I say things. The first thing that comes in my head is usually not the best thing. But that's okay. all right. That's all right. First thing that comes to your head, your favorite hobby or pastime that's not work. I love to paint. Painting. That's yeah. interesting. But how, how long have you been doing that? Oh, I'm not very good at it. Oh, uh, that's fine. But you enjoy it. Yeah, I think I started it in, was it? Like, like kind of like in college I, when I would be really stressed out I kind of would start off with my calendars like I make really beautiful calendars once a month 
I mean, really pretty. And then I started kind of, you know, progressing. Um, so I've painted, you know, for Christmas, I've painted some really cool stuff. I painted my mom, like, this really cool picture of Christ. Wow. I painted, um, my most favorite thing I just did, gave it to my cousin. One of our cousins, um, her sister passed away when I was, of cancer, when I was, oh, God, how old was I? 14 years old? Yeah. And I wrote a poem for her when I was in college, mm. when I was a senior in college, because I she because she 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 actually moved to Europe. She was she was amazing, and I really could understand like wow, you know, I I got the gravity the gravity of what she did and the the courage it took when I was older, you know, at the time. Sure. So I wrote this poem for her, and I never showed anyone. Mm. And um, I I what I did is I painted this picture, I painted this this canvas, and I hand wrote the poem over the painting and I gave it to her sister for a belated, belated birthday. I finally gave it to her I think like two months ago but I had had it in a poem written like I'm just sitting at my computer for over wow. I think it's years. neat to have yeah, outlets I'm 32. like that yeah that I, I'm 32. work creative driven mm-hmm. you know that's really cool um, okay a f- favorite quote either something that has you know, uh, inspired you for years or something that you recently stumbled on, something that you held on to during a, you know, a season, something that would come to mind that just is, hey, here's a quote that I remember and it stuck with me. Probably, you know, be still and know that I am God. Mm. I think that's something that's, you know, wasn't wasn't ever my quote when I was that's most more recently become a quote mm-hmm. you know personally um just a lot has happened to me this year yeah and I really have because this person inside of me if you're an entrepreneurial spirit if you're you want to you want to fix you want to go you want to move it is hard to sit down and sit still mm-hmm. and that's something I've had to learn how to do just mm-hmm. shut up sit down listen and wait mm-hmm. because not not everything needs to happen you don't need to be move everything sometimes yeah. you just need to let it happen would you describe yourself as an extrovert or an introvert mm. that's a hard one yeah. i'm also sitting or somewhere in between i'm I'm, re- I'm both yeah i'm both yeah what are the um what are the best parts of your personality yeah just one or two things i don't want to i don't want you to feel like i'm you have to break it down for us but you know, if you were to say, I bring this, this is my, this is I'm what funny. I add. You're funny. I'm funny. I get that all. I'm hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> you know, and I think I, yeah, I, I, that's one of my best traits. I'm funny. What's the, what's the, something that you see that you would like to be better at that you go, this is my personality and it doesn't lend myself to this very well. I admire this and other people, but my personality is not like that. Maybe, maybe gentle. I don't know. Gentleness is the right word. Sure. Um, meekness. Just, just being nice, like just, you're not very nice to people. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, I'm super nice. It's more like, um, you know, more. I wish sometimes I could be a little bit, just a little bit more gentle. So huh, you know, yeah. that's some gentleness is something that I've I've learned to bring on. You know, just the kind of not so. Assertive. In your face. I'm, a, yeah. I'm an assertive person. Yeah. It's my personality. I mean, it's just who I am. It's what makes me good at my job. Sure. Um, but yeah, so that's something that I've learned. Just, just chill out. 
When are you happiest? Oh, with my when I'm with when I'm with uh, my person. Yeah. When I'm with my person. When yeah. you're with your person, that's <laughs> nice. What drives you, like personally or professionally? What is it? Is it something in you? Is there an external motivator? Uh, is there an ideal that you're trying to hit? Is there a person that you look up to? What is like the thing that makes you go? I think what drives me and what really has started, you know, why I want to do the business and what always has driven me is my family. Just, you know, creating something that they can have or something that that can leave a legacy for them. You know, know, my family has always been a driven force. Service has always been a force for me. You know, serving others, making an impact, you know, so that... And I'm not saying that I'm, I'm obviously not the president of the United States, but, you know, I really believe that you don't have to make, it's not the, you don't have to start to do these big grand things. It's just the little things here and there, mm-hmm. you know, just the thank yous, just the gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, that's something that I like, Humility you know, and service are huge humil- in business. Yeah. yeah and really and relationships. Yeah. Yeah. What is your favorite piece of advice to give others? Or... I'll open it up to this. What's your favorite piece of advice that was given to you? Mm. One piece of advice I was given years when I first started. And I've always remembered this. And ironically, it was given to me by somebody who really... It's no one I know. I don't mm-hmm. really know them anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's not somebody who really who was important to me. But it was something she said and it's it stayed with me. And I'd always be grateful to her for that. It was where you are, envision your business. Don't, how, what, how does she say it? Do not plan your business as you are today. See yourself or in your business five years from now. Mm-hmm. And that's been great advice um, for business because that's how I've always thought. I'm not thinking for now. I'm not thinking where we, I'm thinking for five years from now. Mm-hmm. I'm already, I'm already. You know, I'm already thinking my business, it's what, 20, what years? It's 2018, 18, 19, 20, 100. I'm already ready for 2022, Nikki, you know, she concepts. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm trying. Um, now, for myself, that's a challenge for me because I'm always looking at the future in business. Mm-hmm. And that's been a personal thing, you know, challenge for me because I need to try to live in the present. Mm-hmm. Um, the other advice I think I've given, and I gave this to somebody, is always, this is a advice I give to uh one of the a younger person who used to work with me expect to fail mm-hmm. be okay with failing mm-hmm. be okay with falling just straight on your ass mm-hmm. it doesn't make you a failure mm-hmm. you know it doesn't you just be okay with it no you're gonna fail mm-hmm. and and i think that's something that we're all so scared of like yeah. oh, i can't fail i gotta no you're gonna fall on your ass you're probably gonna look stupid sometimes mm-hmm. you might lose money you might, but you know what? That's okay. You just get up. You so what? You get up and you keep going. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that I I, I feel like nobody is a no. Everybody wants to talk about our successes. Everybody wants to talk about look right here. I did this and then this and then this. Well, that that's just like so small of it. There was so much failure. There was so much mistakes. You know that we had to learn to get to that point. You know, and that's okay. Yeah. That's yeah. okay. That's a because when you realize, you know what, it's okay. I'm gonna make a mistake. You just get up. Then you're gonna 
you're going to make it. You're going to be okay. The more that you expect perfection every time in terms of whatever it is in your life and your your personal relationship, whatever it, you're, you're going to, if you're not able to forgive yourself or to be forgiving of others for failing and making a mistake, you're not going to get very far. You're not going to be, you know, you're not going to get very far in business. You're not going to get very far in relationships. You're not going to get very far in love. I mean, just, it's okay. Yeah, if you never risk. Yeah, you have to take risks, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is that is uh, uh, I think the almost exactly the advice that I give young entrepreneurs. Yeah. Um, is just keep going. Yeah. And people go, how do I get out of this? And you know, we can look into the intricacies of your business, but general advice to young entrepreneurs is just keep going. The people that don't make it are not usually the people who. You know, they failed and their business closed and all hell broke loose on them. They usually, at some point, they gave up. Yeah. At some point, they said, I doubt myself. I don't think this is for me. I think I got myself into a, you know, that loop that yeah. goes on Oh, in your head. I've gotten in that loop before. That I mean, I'm there's, a fake. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know. I think we've all gotten there. I think I'm bullshit, and I'm, but I'm telling people I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and there, you know, there's a joke like, fake it till you make it. I mean, yeah. there was times sometimes when I'm like, I'm just going to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you just But yeah, just just continue going. Okay, last question. Um if there was any between one and three things that you fill in whatever you want that you could go back and do better and learn as a young entrepreneur. Anything that you feel like is not going to divulge personal information, mm-hmm. anything that you go, I, I wish I had concentrated on this, I wish I had not made this decision, I wish I had learned this sooner. First thing is listen to your gut. You know, I you know the instincts that we have. I really believe are there spiritually. They're there. We were given to us, and I think it's just survival, man. Like they've been there for eon, you know, centuries. There's something inside of us that that's how humans survived. There's a reason why your gut's telling you yes or no. Listen to it. You know, we always want to doubt ourselves. We want to listen to everything else instead of what's inside. Listen to it. It's right. So there's a couple times I was like, damn it, if I don't listen to my gut. Yeah. And, you know, you 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 think, oh, I, I felt this coming, but I, I didn't, didn't react. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, be, I think there were a couple of times in my business when I wish I had been more reactive to certain things, mm. or not. Excuse me, forgive me, not reactive, proactive to certain things. Mm. Um, you know, whether it was like certain business filings or, you know, just, you know, you get it's easy to get caught. The, the other thing is, I wish I would have brought in. I finally have an awesome office manager. You know, I think hindsight twenty twenty. I think I would. I wish I had brought someone in like that a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, um, somebody who can deal with the mundane stuff of little things here, receipts and things like that, because that's the truth of the business. I mean, that's it's that's how it is. It's not. These are things that we don't. We're so focused on what we do and we forget about the business side of it and there's a lot that goes on the business side of it's a whole other job yeah not just producing the events i'd say it's the majority of the Mm -hmm. job production is a very small yeah so i wish i had done that a little bit sooner and when you say proactive on business filings do you mean you i say business filings i don't know really the word but things like office management maybe some process those were connected i got it yeah maybe some processes and procedures yeah you wish you had Put those together. Yeah, just a little bit sooner than I had. Um, I think having a, uh, to, to compliment what you're saying, I, I think having a full 
business process flow. Yeah. Which even if you are a solo entrepreneur, so even if you are it. a one man, one woman band, I think it's very wise because it forces you to think through and make decisions so that it feels like when you deal with clients, two things. Number one, if you have an answer to everything clients give you, they can't take advantage of you. Not that anybody's trying. No, but you but when but you're you'll but, open yourself but, and, to that. Yeah, and when you're starting, you're gonna be gullible to make That's something. right. Mm-hmm. And if you have a written process flow to the best of your knowledge, you'll get taken advantage of less and you will attract clients that are comfortable with somebody who seems like they have their shit together because you have thought it all through. Mm-hmm. Versus clients who go, Oh, that's pretty loosey goosey. It kinda seems like we can do whatever. That's a whole those mm-hmm. are two separate clients. Mm-hmm. And you want the ones who feel more secure with you having your business together because uh, yeah. they're easier to deal with and they yeah. can take advantage of you. Um, and the other thing is you don't have to, on the spot, make up answers. You don't, on the spot, have to go through quick thinking and learning curves that potentially screw you up when you're talking to clients and you go, okay, I got a client, and like for us, mm-hmm. okay? So when we first started... Um, it, it was a photography client and they asked us to deliver the pictures in a way that we didn't want a format that we didn't want to deliver. I told them yes, because I was an ignorant salesperson and my, you know, uh, my team went, no, that's stupid. You should absolutely not do that. Um, but had we thought it through, like, this is what we do. This is a critical thing to us. And if you just explain it confidently, this is how we do it. Well, very few people question They're it. They're not going to say, okay. Yeah, that's right. I mean... Every once in a while you get somebody who goes, hey, can I change this? And that's a red flag to a client Yeah, I mean, here's me. the thing. I mean, <laughs> the way I see it is like, you know, it's the same, you know, this is this is the same when you go to the doctor's office. You know, you got to fill out paperwork. You got to do this. You got to do that. When you yeah. get your car changed, you got to do, you got to sit down. You got to wait. It's not any other... Yeah. It's still a business, you yeah. know? It's a little bit more personal. That's right. More, more intimate. And there are some customizations. Mm-hmm. But it's a, yeah. There's it's, a lot that's sacred. Exactly. And but you need to know those Exactly. Things. But there's some things that's like, no, we have to do it this way for a reason. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. I've already done it. Yeah. Anything else you wanted to throw in that list? Because I think I kind of diverted you. No, I don't. I, I don't. I forgot what the question was. So <laughs> <laughs> Anything you'd go back and change? Uh, you know, no, I mean. No, that's good. That's great. Yeah. Where where can we find you? Where can people find you if they want to check out you or see concepts? Uh, you can find us on Instagram. I try to, we try to keep that pretty up to date uh, at Chic Concepts TX, like Texas. Uh-huh. That's our, our screen name. And then you can visit us on our website, ChicConceptsTX.com. Mm-hmm. We're also on Facebook. Or you can just call us. Mm-hmm. You can find our number mm-hmm. on our website, and then we're on a lot of different. If you're getting married, we're on a lot of different vendor, uh, venue, what you know, preferred vendor lists. Sure. Uh, so, anything you want to promote? Fun. Anything happening that people should check out or look for? <sighs> anything that's happening that's cool. I'm sure there's something. Yeah, but you're not prepared to. But I'm not. Talk I don't know the it, details okay. of it yet. Yeah. So. Um, we'll come back and tell us. Yeah. Things you want to promote. For Thank sure. you for this. Thank you for your time. Absolutely.